Welcome to On Brand and Off Topic with your host, Aaron Alice. Imagine meeting the love of your life and finding out that he debates Brady versus Rogers with strangers on Twitter. Jimmy Christensen. Hey, man. I look at the internet. And Todd Varney. For as not confident as I am, I'm not unconfident either. It's time to start the sh- Wait, what are we? what are we doing here? Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of On Brand and Off Topic, the show that nobody nobody asked for. God damn it. <laughs> Last week, you forgot it. This week, I you're know. fucking fumbling. I know. I'm losing what it. What happened? Um, Did we start? <laughs> Crime uh, porn. The show that nobody asked for, where we talk everything sports and then some. There we go. I got it. We Perfect. Started to lose it, pulled it back together. Right in the last second. Um, I'm putting quotes around together. Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't know if we can really have anything together on this show. <laughs> I pulled it that, together. It's still in a million pieces, bleeding out. <laughs> but it's what, in the same bag, at least. You know what? People come to the show to make them feel better about themselves. They're like, yeah. I'm nowhere near as dysfunctional as these three. So at least I've got that going for me. You always have that one friend that you keep around. And you're like, okay, at least I'm not them. And now, <laughs> you're Jimmy, that. you are that friend. <laughs> <laughs> see that's the worst part is like us three together are like that for other people and i'm like that for you too so right. just bottom of the fucking barrel <laughs> the like i don't i don't want to meet the friend that you keep around <laughs> to feel better about yourself i just I look in the mirror i feel like i do a pretty good job at keeping my ego in check but that's a person that i think if i met i would be like get the fuck out of the way i am the king of everything <laughs> <laughs> like how you said on the punching bag today at uh the gym my coach was like hey come here real quick i walk over he's like oh this is uh the guy at the gym this is isaiah's dad so i go over shake his hand i was like hey man how are you the guy just goes go fuck yourself <laughs> i was like what yeah. the hell spot on I love and then that. they just start laughing like oh yeah we set that up i was like thanks a lot guys i'm glad <laughs> random people's dads are just telling me to go fuck myself i i'm honestly i am glad that that's happening <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, how are you guys doing tonight? Fantastic, oh. terrific, probably never been better. Wow, that's yep. a first. I'm excited <laughs> for the, the show tonight. I'm excited to, uh, I've got a short work week this week, uh, Thursday night. I get to spend it driving Jimmy uh, across <laughs> a couple of states. Tons I hate of excitement so much there. Right now. Uh, really looking forward to that. And uh, going to be an exciting weekend in Cincinnati. Okay, Across the weird. scenic, the scenic Midwest, everybody's five, five doing minutes road trip. ago. When I asked you, you said, "Yeah, my one day off, I get to travel with you." I'm super excited about it. <laughs> and then he threatened to sell you to a trucker or something. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. <laughs> I, I didn't mention anything about a sale. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want that to be clear. He's just giving you away. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not Jimmy's pimp or anything like that. I'm literally. <laughs> I will just be giving him away. Sorry, yeah. that is my bad. I, I misunderstood. Yeah. Yeah. It's not illegal. <laughs> Jimmy will be free. Yeah. It's he not has... illegal if I give him a <laughs> Yeah, That's my thing with drugs. Can't bust me if I give it for free. Right. It's not illegal. <laughs> um, well, let's hop into it. Uh, there has been kind of a lot. We got normally, and well, let's 
get things rolling. Start. We start with where do we start? And normally the NFL is our big ticket item. But I'm so glad you caught yourself because I was going to give you so much. I know. I know. I immediately thought I was like, these dudes are going to just drag (laughs) me. So (laughs) pause and rewind. Um, But the NFL news is a little um, lacking right now. Uh, It is draft week, but there hasn't really been any trades as of um, Monday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Um, That should be happening, I would guess, within the next few days. There will be some action. There's been some really um, cryptic sources, some fake, some real. There will be like three big trades by the time anyone's listening to this. Between (laughs) recording right now and anybody listening to this. At least two, maybe three big trades. Yeah. Aaron and- Rodgers is now a Detroit Lion. That'll be, <laughs> that'll be in an hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there has been a little wide receiver drama uh, in the last week. Um, Debo Samuel and AJ Brown are have both really completely wiped clean their social media and have basically hinted that they want out um, in as subtle as a way that... <laughs> um wide receiver star wide receivers could (laughs) um so that's kind of what's going on do you guys think they get moved i think debo gets moved i think aj brown contract works out Mm -hmm. i think they'll end up keeping him but debo they had (laughs) do you guys see the video of him at the club where they had that sign that said debo samuel stays with the 49ers and then (laughs) it cuts to it cuts to debo on the side and just like does that hand to his throat thing? Dude, I, yeah, no, he's gone for sure. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. I think the AJ Brown thing's a little bit different because the difference, like the 49ers have Kyle Shanahan who thinks, and everyone thinks he's an offensive genius and can make people become better than they are. Whereas like the Browns know Vrabel isn't really a offensive guru. So I think they just realize they need to keep who they have. And mm-hmm. AJ Brown is a top 10 wide receiver in the league. So to move on from him would be stupid when besides him, you literally have nothing at wide receiver. Well, AJ Brown did kind of tease something. He basically said something about being called a bad teammate. I don't know who he was referencing. Was he, I know we kind of talked about this last week, but we don't know like who he was talking to when he said like, a bad teammate. We kind of thought maybe it was the fans and that was kind of the end of it. And there hasn't really been much going on, but Jimmy, you um, have something that I did not hear about. Yeah. So it was Debo Samuel's stepmom was doing an Instagram live. Her name's precious shout out precious. And she was, um, so she's doing an Instagram live and in the background, Debo Samuel's on the phone with AJ Brown and just telling him like, no, I don't have an offer yet. And then he says to a stepmom, like, well, stepmom asked who he's talking to. He says AJ Brown. And then he said, Yeah, the Titans told him they're gonna offer him 20 million. He can get more than that somewhere else, probably, but all they're gonna offer him is 20 million. And that was kind of it. And then the Instagram live ended pretty shortly after that. But some 49er fan found it. I guess he's stalking Debo's family and <laughs> found that video and that kind of leaked out. But if if you want to keep AJ Brown, it has to at least be 24. 25 million a year. That's just the wide receiver market. Now if fucking Christian Kirk can get 18 million Debo or uh, <laughs> right. AJ Brown needs at least be getting 24, 25. Right. And you would think they'd try to lock it down now um, because of this. I mean, the new TV deal is just going to skyrocket, mm-hmm. you know, the salary cap. So that deal is going to look really team friendly in like two years. Yeah. Well, not only think- that, but you want to, 
I mean, we're seeing every contract that gets signed, like the next one's going to be bigger. Mm -hmm. So right now where you've got four wide receivers that are going to get big paydays in the next year between these two DK Metcalf and uh, Terry McLaurin, you want to be the first team Mm -hmm. to sign your guy uh, because that's going to set the market and you don't want to be the last one signing that guy. Cause then you're pretty much just letting him go for nothing. Right. Would you, you don't think, or maybe, I don't know. I should ask it this way. Do you think any of these guys will beat the Tyree kill contract and be the highest paid? Yes. I, I don't think so. I think I have to go with Todd on this one. I not think on the, they might not on this, be a not on this decision. Deal. Not on this deal. I, I only think that way just, well, I guess it's a, are you talking like, because the salary cap is going to go up next season. So it's it, it's going to completely reset that wide receiver market. So Tyreek and um, Adams, their deals are just not going to – you talk about like the percentage of the salary cap. It's, it's not going to be as significant next year. So, I mean, maybe not for this year, but like if any of these guys make it to next year without a contract, yeah, next offseason they're going to be bigger than this year. Just because that's how it works. It's always bigger the next season, and especially with the salary cap going up a lot, it's going to be completely different. Um, but maybe I'm just an idiot. Well, no, I uh, concur. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I could see a team doing it. I just think it would be it would be a team like the Jaguars. Like they right. would they would do it because no one wants to go there. The but, who? Sorry, the Jaguars. <laughs> they would do it because no team wants to go there. But. <laughs> I don't yeah, think or the any, Jets. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think any team that they're on, I think the Titans are too smart to do that. The 49ers mm-hmm. are too smart. The commanders are dumb. So they will probably <laughs> offer him like 10 million and then let him walk. Like, I, I don't know. I don't think the teams are on will offer him that much, but I agree with you. If they go to free agency, mm-hmm. I think to get them, they'll probably entice them with a, a crazy $29 million a year deal. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I mean, there's not really much else to talk about in the vein in the NFL. There just hasn't been much that's been going on. That's really been all of it, um, outside of little things here and there, but, um, that's awesome though, because you know what that means? Baseball. More time for NBA talk. Let's get it going. Same. So we're into the first round of the playoffs. Um, officially as of right now, um, the Celtics swept the Nets. Um, suck it, which I'm going to be honest. I was a little surprised about, I, I thought that the Celtics, I thought it was going to be like, take it into six games. Yeah. I didn't think it would get to seven. I thought that Brooklyn would steal like win their, their two home games, you know, their two first home games. Um, and <laughs> that didn't happen. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think I, I, and I also credit it to the fact that I don't think I took the Celtics as seriously as maybe I should have. Because the yeah. Nets have been rolling up into the to the end of the season, they yeah. really picked up their chemistry, especially with Kyrie being able to come back to home games. I was like, oh, these dudes are going to be dangerous in the postseason if they can get past, mm-hmm. <laughs> a, you know, one of the top seeds. But apparently, that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> it's just no, yeah. With the two stars like that, you thought they would be, like you said, able to steal a game or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but right. one of the things Kyrie was getting a lot of shit for is he was saying like, well, we just don't have chemistry. We don't have chemistry. Well, dude, when you, 
you miss <laughs> half the season, right? Because you like you made your choice. You don't want to get vaccinated, whatever. That's your choice. You have to miss half the home games. You knew, or the home games. You knew that going into it, and then when you come back, like just a little bit before playoffs. Of course, you're not going to be playoff ready when you've only been playing half the games with your team. Right. I just don't. Todd, give me your uh, your Ben Simmons take because I know you got a lot to say. Yeah, that. you were really excited about this. <laughs> I I just think that this this series loss, this sweep, that's not Ben Simmons. I mean, mm-hmm. you you gave up a guy like James Harden who can score at will for a dude that's doing absolutely nothing mm-hmm. uh, besides collecting the bag. So, did they give him up though, or he or did he? He forced his way out. He literally, in a way, yeah. But he faked they, an injury and right, said he couldn't I, play. Well, oh, this is- they got another guy who I'm not going to say is faking an injury because it's mental health issues and we take mm-hmm. those seriously. But you've got another guy who's refusing, back right now, who's refusing yeah. to play. But they knew what they were getting with him. That's the one thing that, like, I give not him a pass, but like, I blame G- the Nets for doing that trade because they knew bringing him in. He's missed the season for his back, mm-hmm. and then he missed part, missed some the beginning of the season with mental health, and now I don't know if it's a combination of both or what's going on. They said it's his back again, but um, I th- it's their own fault you for making that trade. Through that, that the trade negotiations at no point did they get any kind of a confirmation from Ben Simmons on whether or not he was going to play if he got out of Philly. Like, hey man, if you come over here, you you going to play? You don't think that, that was a question they might've asked? Yeah. But do you think he's going to give the most truthful answer? Or do you think he's just trying to get Which out of that situation? This on him? He, Cause you've got, you've got Kevin Durant, who is the most mentally soft. <laughs> I player. thought you were going to say strong. Ironically, I was like, <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> the most mentally soft player <laughs> that there is. So you're, you're doing, nothing to help him you're bringing in guys who aren't gonna a guy who's not producing and basically just saying like oh hey you got to do this all on your own Kyrie might play but we don't know and as Mm -hmm. soon as he's like whoa whoa, whoa, someone else is getting attention someone is getting preferential treatment (laughs) like what the what is this what's happening why am I not the focal point of this conversation what's happening like he's gonna melt down uh shout out to Tatum too he actually absolutely locked him down in that series. I mean, Kevin Durant was a shell of himself. Yeah. Uh, he didn't score. Like, I think he scored like zero points in the second half of one of the games. Yeah. He um, had what? 11 shots in game three. Well, Todd, big it? basketball guy. Look at this. Big time, big time basketball. <laughs> guy. I, I do have a, a couple other points. Um, some things that I found out yesterday, Austin rivers is still in the league. Jimmy, can you tell me <laughs> what the fuck that guy does good? Because he was bad back in the day when he was just riding his dad's coattails. Uh, the fact yes. that he's still around shocked me. He is a tall guard who can shoot decently and play defense. So he's just a rotational role player. That would be his ideal role. Okay. Uh, and then we found out also that Trey Young probably is a human after all. Yes. <laughs> I I was convinced maybe not on that one uh jimmy butler might not be <laughs> jimmy butler's a fake ass bitch dude he went nuts yesterday yeah i know but he he is the epitome <laughs> of fake tough and he drives me nuts 
I want to see you say that to his face. <laughs> I will. I will tell him you're fake tough. And then I would run away very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> he's still tougher than me, but he's Jimmy's not like, as tough as I he will, pretends on the I court. I will tell him that he's fake tough over Twitter. <laughs> I bet you won't. I, I, bet you won't tweet, I bet you won't tweet at Jimmy Butler right now and tell him that he's fake tough. I'll do it just because you told me I wouldn't. <laughs> no, you won't. Um, no, you won't. I bet you won't. All right. Well, let me no let's, phones let's during the show. Here. What are you doing? You <laughs> I hate you. So did you baited me? Let's you baited me. Did you tweet it? No, because you, you just yelled it? at me. Oh, I, I knew it. Like I said, I bet you won't. All right. Let's keep rolling. So um, the Suns and the Pelicans, the Mavs and the Jazz and the Wolves and the Grizzlies are tied at two and two. Um, the Suns and the Pelicans is really kind of crazy to me um, because, well, I mean, I know Devin Booker is injured, but because Devin Booker is injured, that makes this very interesting that they are like without their best player. And um, they were one of the favorites to win it all. And they're, I mean, if they can't make it past the first round, you know, and give Devin Booker time to come back, I mean, they're, I mean, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> the it, injuries obviously change things. And this is, this is, it's kind of just something wild to look at. Um, the Mavs and the Jazz is not really super surprising because Luca had been out and he came back and they did lose by one point. Um, but it's a, been a good series because of that because um, they have been going back and forth. The Wolves and the Grizzlies has been a good series too with them being tied 2-2. Um, both not great teams. <laughs> like I don't – like it, it's kind of – because the Celtics and, and the Nets are a little bit of a better series, I kind of wish that it was – I don't know. Like it, it's like looking at two good teams and two like not great teams, which is kind of weird, but um, it's a good game for, you know, the, the two teams that haven't done much in the, in the wolves and the Grizzlies. Um, and then the rest of the teams, which is the majority are at three and one with the top seed winning three and the bottom seed losing or Can only we winning talk one. about these people running onto the courts at all the uh, <laughs> Timberwolves games. Right. I just heard about that this morning. What is this? It's been like three times. I don't understand what's going on. It has something to do with the owner and animals. I don't fully know. So I don't really want to speak on it, but they're like, but the one video of the one guy that was basically watching this woman, he like, knew. He, like, yeah, he knew he was just like waiting. Cause he couldn't just kick her out for just being there. So he, so he just was like, keep it on. <laughs> and they made an amazing tackle. Yeah. Um, it's just been dramatic. And apparently somebody glued their hand to the court. Yeah, game one, glued her hand to the court. <laughs> I missed that. I don't know how I just heard about how that are, today. Here's There's a couple things I know about glue. One of them is that it does take a couple of seconds <laughs> to set. So how did she get on the court long enough to get her hand to stick to the court? Maybe she like put it on her hand and then like counted to like 10 and then did it. It's still, it needs time to adhere. I, <laughs> as a mischievous child that fucked around with glue a lot. Well, huffing glue and putting glue on your hand to stick to something very different times. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That was a good one. Um, yeah, I don't really fully know like exactly what's good. Something to do with animals. That's all I know, and I haven't looked into it because I don't know. It's because just... it's Minnesota, and who fucking cares about that shit? <laughs> That's a great point. We finally spent too long on Minnesota. We right, right. Not only are we um, talking about the NBA, still we're talking about Minnesota now. 
<laughs> let's move on. All right. Let's move on. I'm excited to get to the MLB because Todd, you said you were fired up. Yeah, let's talk about Angel Hernandez. Yeah. Whoa, Jimmy, why don't you jump ahead for <laughs> fucking segments? <laughs> uh, I should have known. He let's talk be. about Yankee fans. Let's talk about Yankee fans. Uh, absolute fucking pieces of trash. Uh, Jacob Westendorf included. He is not involved <laughs> in this situation at all. Uh, but. just happens to be a Yankee fan and also a piece of trash. Uh, <laughs> so the Cleveland Guardians were in the Bronx this weekend. And one of their outfielders trying to make a play on a ball ran real hard into the outfield wall and uh, shook himself up a little bit. And while the trainers were out in the outfield standing around him, there were fans in the stands that were apparently celebrating the fact that he got hurt. And the other two outfielders uh, for the guardians decided to let those fans know they weren't very appreciative of that to the point that, one of them climbed the wall so that he could get in their face a little bit better, uh, which I was like having malice in the palace flashbacks as I was I watching wish. this, like, okay, what are we doing here? Uh, so then fast forward to the next batter, uh, maybe a couple of batters later. And the Yankees got a walk off hit to win the game. And the fans in right field, so the opposite corner or the opposite side of the field started chucking beer cans and water bottles at the, the outfielders that were there uh, to the point that the umps were getting hit with shit. And then the Yankee players, Aaron judge and Mike Stanton were the first two out there that like came and stood in front of everybody. Just like, stop, stop throwing shit. What are you doing? Uh, so just not a good look for them at all. Uh, which I mean, it's Yankee fan. So what do you expect? Kind of, it's just, but it's the world's healing and <laughs> Yankee fans are just getting back into their full form. Uh, it's, Have it's they, great. They've always been like that. Uh, they've always been shitty, but like throw stuff at fan or at player shitty. Uh, not quite to that level. Um, but to see players, kind of get back into it. And that was the message from both of the guys afterwards was like, say what you want to chirp all you want. That's fine. But when you start right. celebrating a dude getting hurt, like, okay, now, now there's a problem. We're going to stand up for our guy. Well, and it's, and it's also another thing. Yeah. For like the Yankees players to be like trying to calm things down like that. Like, you know, if fans are crossing a fucking line, if their own players are telling their fans to like, fuck off, like, yeah. or to calm down. Like, because where they're just because you know most most team players will probably just sit quietly and just be like whatever but for them to actively like try to intervene like that just tells you that what was what was really funny so uh i believe it was Gio Urshela that had the game-winning hit uh they were like celebrating you know the mob out by like second base and stuff and then the yankees realized what was happening and went out there and Gio was just kind of standing there like this this was my moment like i just i just won the game what what's why are we what's happening like just the look on his face which is all sorts of confused and sad like well, are we gonna celebrate still or what are we doing <laughs> so random baseball question you know what's good yeah you know in <laughs> hockey when they um like if they get a hat trick they all throw hats on the field Mm -hmm. is there anything in baseball or any other sport 
where when someone like hits a milestone, people throw stuff onto the field. No, right? That's just a hockey thing. Yeah, I think it's just hockey. And then the obviously the Buffalo Bills throwing dildos on the field. But yeah, I mean that's just a tradition that can never, never die. I hope. Yeah. Packers should start doing that. Just cheese like <laughs> cheese God. dildos and throw them <laughs> on the field after wins. Oh, like the foam cheese. I thought you meant actual cheese. I was like, that would be so Well, disgusting. they can choose. They can choose. <laughs> I guarantee as if any player a- would pick one up and eat it, it'd be AJ Dillon. He'd look at it and be like, you know what? I'm in Wisconsin and just pick it up and fucking munch it. Munching on a wow. cheddar dildo. Love it. Um, and this has been Teach Jimmy Baseball. <laughs> um, Get into it, huh? I guess we're just going to skip the other two points that we have there. Oh, uh, I was saying because the, the, he asked a question and you answered the question. So you were teaching him about baseball. Teach Jimmy baseball. Come on. Okay. Well, what are keep move, Keep going. Well, I don't want to now. You're put the music. No, no. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, so, Jimmy, you'll actually like this. I think no, you yeah. might want to follow the San Francisco Giants this year. They are on uh, a path to be really good again, and everybody hates it because they are basically pissing all over the unwritten rules of baseball. Ah, okay. And teams are getting pissed off. They're stealing bases when they're up by a bunch of runs, trying to score extras, uh, just staying aggressive throughout the game. And their managers came out numerous times it's going to be kind of their just broken record throughout the year of we are going to try and score as many runs as we possibly can all season long yeah uh, fuck it. why not so they've already had a couple little dust-ups with teams that they've done this too so it uh it'll be interesting to see that go and uh, get- what do, how do you how do you feel about that i'm fine with it yeah i have no problem um, yeah, why not? if you don't want to be on a team like, like that, be better. If you don't want to, yeah, get... it's, it's that simple. If you don't want teams to run up the score on you, then don't let them fucking score. <laughs> right. Right. I agree. Uh, and then the other big MLB news, uh, for now, we'll get back into it in a bit here. Thanks, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> is Miguel Cabrera got his 3000th hit, uh, joining, joining Hank Aaron and Willie Mays as the only three baseball players with 3,000 hits, 500 home runs, and a 300 batting average. So a pretty damn good hitter. Yes, Aaron? Is Willie Mays in any way related to Billy Mays? Who's Billy uh, Mays? OxyClean. Yeah, mm. not not a little bit. Um, they did coke together in the 70s. <laughs> it was odd, and that's what OxyClean is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They were just doing a bunch of coke, and all of a sudden, Billy was like, "Willie, I got a great idea. Let's wash our think, clothes." Do you think this would? Yeah, give me your, give me that shirt real quick. I try I'm gonna put it in the water with a bunch of coke, and I'm gonna put some blue shit in it to make people think it's an ingredient, and we're gonna clean it. And it's just I mean, like soap, soap yeah. crystals with a blue thing. <laughs> yeah, just straight dawn dish soap and some cocaine, and it's just cleaning everything. OxyClean. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that's actually, that's exactly how they're cousins. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's why they were hanging out doing Coke. (laughs) I knew right when he said that, I was like, (laughs) Uh, and that is all the baseball talk I have for now, Aaron. You can play the thing if you want to again or not. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Just not even follow the show anymore. Just let's go. (laughs) I just thought we, oh my God. Baseball. That was teach Aaron baseball because she asked the question. I did. 
Yeah. Whatever. See, <laughs> I learned about Billy Mays and Oxy, <laughs> OxyClean. <laughs> I almost said OxyContin. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's the thing is actually. <laughs> that's the blue stuff. <laughs> um, all right. Let's get into weird moments in U.S. history. Let's. So, um, question. How, do you guys believe in vampires? Duh. Yes. Yeah. I'm team Jacob. <laughs> Todd, are you team Edward? I don't. I, those are Twilight references. I know that much. Yeah. Um, that's. It's... I just figured you wouldn't be Tim Jacob because of West of North, but what do I know? <laughs> Um, but anyways, uh, did you know that back in 1882, Rhode Island actually had a vampire scare? I'd, really? Believe it or not, I did not know this. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. So in Exeter, Rhode Island in 1882, Mary Eliza Brown died of tuberculosis. It was known at the time as... Yeah, it was known at the time as consumption um, because it, they thought of it as literally consuming people. Uh, the body rapidly deteriorates, fevers, coughs, and just unfortunately, in 1882, they don't have the best medical care and it would consume them. Um, but Mary Eliza wasn't the only victim in the Brown family. Her daughter, Mary Olive, passed away in 1883. And about a decade later, a 19-year-old Mary Lena Brown also died of consumption. Seems like it's just because their name's Mary. <laughs> well, Mary Lena's brother, Edwin, was actually very sick as well um, and hoping maybe a better climate, get out of the, you know, New England. Um, he thought it would improve his condition. So he headed west. However, when he re returned, he was only getting worse. And that's when his neighbors developed a truly bizarre idea. What if one of the brown women was, was crawling out of her grave at night and feasting on Edwin's blood? Because, of course, it's the women's fault. It can't be the man's fault for being sick. It's always these three women. Uh, wouldn't that explain his sickly condition, they thought? Yeah. And uh, determined to get to the bottom of things, a group of men exhumed all the three women's bodies. Mary Eliza and Mary Olive were basically just bones. But when they brought out Mary Lena, her body was still fresh. Oh, okay. That motherfuckers been crawling out. <laughs> oh. After the vampire hunters cut open her heart... They found Hold on, how do you get that job? <laughs> yeah, I was like, is that available? I'm going to see if I can get a license. This is what Todd was, was in his past life. Was <laughs> Look, I got a vampire I, hunter in 1882. I've got my unicorn hunting license. <laughs> Let me see if I can get a vampire hunting license. I guarantee my heart's the first one Todd's cutting open, so I really hope Todd doesn't get a license. Anybody that he just hates, he's going to be like, you must be a vampire. I legally can chop your head off and if cut you don't, open your heart. If you don't hear from me Friday, my heart's been cut <laughs> open and I'm on the road with the truck driver that Todd gave me to. Right. He's going to come up with a story that said we were at a, at a truck stop and you wandered off. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll believe it because it's something you would do. <laughs> <laughs> he saw a vending machine and thought there'd be Skittles. He just went over there. I told him if he's not back in the car in five minutes, I was leaving without him. It's not my fault. <laughs> not my responsibility i waited four and a half i didn't see him i was like there's no way he'll be here in 30 seconds and i left <laughs> but after the vampires cut open her heart they found chunks of coagulated blood certain she was an undead monster they burned her heart and liver and fed the ashes to edwin which is just some really disturbing family dynamic shit that just doesn't need to happen um family he's gonna need some therapy but um obviously Spoiler alert, 
Mary Brown wasn't a vampire. So why was her corpse in well, such... You can't prove that. Yeah. <laughs> why was her corpse in such good shape? Well, for one thing, she'd only been dead a few months. Um, plus, she died in January when it was freezing outside. And since it was it was winter and too cold to dig, her body had been stored in a stone vault, which acted as a refrigerator. So it preserved her corpse. Also, since she wasn't a vampire, the macabre cure didn't work on Edwin, and he still died a few months later. But maybe the ashes made him live a few months long, like later. Well, he should so just start eating other people's. You said it was a stone right. vault that they kept the bodies in, huh? Right. And that was like a freezer and helped preserve the body. Here comes Vampire Hunter. <laughs> Just want to know where to where to look. Todd, any like weird cave thing Todd sees is gonna go in. He's like, "There's a vampire." <laughs> <laughs> Todd's dying by getting eaten by a bear looking for vampires. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not looking for a place to store your body, Jimmy. <laughs> We already have a plan for how you're going to kill me. Don't go off track now. Look, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. For the record, there is no plan. This is not first degree. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's not premeditated. We <laughs> were just spitballing. Nothing, nothing set in stone. You're going to end up dead, and your kid's real dad is going to end up in prison for some dumb shit because you won't stop talking about it. So sorry. It's been Aaron, guys. Aaron's really the one who's saying it. Yeah, she's the one that's trying to entice us to stop by her house on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, it's me. She's real Ed Dean. This plan's been in place for over four months. Yeah, this is definitely first degree. The the Oreo peanut butter balls still, (laughs) still out there. The promise of I'm just gonna fill them with OxyClean. I was gonna say she's getting the antifreeze down right, so she knows like we won't die till we're far away from her. Right, right. You'll be in Cincinnati, which is out of my jurisdiction. You okay, Jimmy? Which uh, yeah. Is there a vampire in the closet? <laughs> is it Mary Brown? Also, or is it Edwin? Also, the sump pump got real loud all of a sudden, and I didn't like that. Yeah. So I muted it for a second. Oh, they thank you. The, they felt the um, look I was giving it. Yeah. Todd, have you been able to find a place where you can get a vampire hunter's license? Amazon. <laughs> Doesn't seem legit. That no, unicorn yeah. one was real. It was this from a not. college. They, yeah, yeah. There's got to be. I'll I'll do a little bit more research. I'll see what Maybe I can find. Maybe Sealand has something. Uh, no, we're uh, vampire free. Oh, yeah. that was Todd's first thing. Because Todd's, a, Todd's, a, Todd's already licensed in Sealand. <laughs> yeah. He As a lord, him. I am licensed to hunt whatever the fuck I want in Sealand. Yeah. Especially if it's on one on my one square foot of property. There are no laws. Okay? That square foot, anything goes. Unless Lord Todd says otherwise. That's where you're going to take Jimmy, just as an excuse. Because legally, you have diplomatic immunity if you kill him on Sealand property. <laughs> I really love this uh, this new bit we got going on. Different ways talking to, can murder me. We're, I know. We're basically like, someone's going to play this in court and be like, you said you would kill him. Yeah, again, yeah. it's a bit. Okay? I'm not planning it. There's no premeditation happening here. Legally, That's weird because you just texted me and said, this is not a bit. I'm really going to kill you. You absolutely cannot prove that. <laughs> Jimmy's thinking of how he can. I know. I was like, Anyways. I'm going to change my contacts to, from yeah. Des to Todd. Have her text me that. Well, we'll know that if we find your heart split open, that it was with Todd practicing without a license. 
So he'll forge or, or my maybe, maybe he'll he's gonna like glue a horn to your forehead. So he'll just be like, I thought he was a unicorn. I have a license to kill. I'll get I'll get some <laughs> of that fucking glue from Minnesota. That shit apparently sticks real quick. Put a bunch of fur on me too. Be like, dude, tell me this doesn't look like a unicorn. Right, and then he'll pull out his license. That's all bright and sparkly. <laughs> <laughs> the cops are like, well, this seems pretty fucking sound to me. <laughs> College <laughs> Go home, is gonna God. get sued. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyways, let's move on. Good news, bad news. What would you like first? Um, let's do the bad news first. I think we did good news last week. All righty. This one is me. This one is uh courtesy of Zach Jacobson sharing this. Um, so a boy was born with two penises. And for some reason, the doctor decided to cut the larger one off. And so he was born in Brazil. Revoke those guess, fucking medical licenses, right? <laughs> yeah. I guess one in a million baby boys are born with duplicated penis. How many? One in one in a million. Oh, I thought you said like one in ten or something. I was like, is it that oh, I wish. <laughs> I was born with two dicks, but they were stacked end to end. So it just makes one... <laughs> One long dick. Do you do you have that's, the, that's the balls just, too? At that's the end of just one of barely it? above average. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish though you had just balls, just a little shaft, another pair of balls, and just a little shaft. And like two sets of balls. Yeah. <laughs> nah, two this shafts, two everyone. shafts, one set of balls. Okay. Um, two pee holes though. Yeah. So. <laughs> what a yeah. mess it's like, when, it's like when you get I a hole in... holes, but they're human centipede style <laughs> but it's like, cause like the I... dms are open ladies <laughs> you have to pee into one penis to just pee out at the end like a funnel see what i was Peter. thinking more like when you when you bend like a plastic straw and it gets a hole in it so <laughs> you can never pee right it's just <laughs> he has to plug the hole <laughs> Oh, Snortsky. Oh. <laughs> so it just sprays out the side. Like... <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's actually a very normal penis that I have, <laughs> for the record. I'm sure that's what the doctors have told you. <laughs> <laughs> told me I'm oh. one in a million. <laughs> oh. um, did they say why they cut the, the bigger one off? Like, did they specify as to why they did that one? No, it just said the doctor chose. I think maybe he was jealous. He's like, fuck, this one's gonna be bigger than mine. He just <laughs> maybe it already was bigger than his. Yeah. Maybe dick's bigger than the one I got. <laughs> and it said, and it said the kid had like a complete penis. It wasn't just like a little they put accessory stump. It was it was a complete that's what, that's what Jimmy refers to his dick as. <laughs> It's an accessory stump. Every day, right before we me and Des have to do anything, I'm like, you want this accessory stump or what? <laughs> oh, who wrote that article? God, this is what we're gonna go with. Accessory stump. Is that a medical term? <laughs> I don't know. Guess how old the kid was when they chopped it off. Uh, not old enough to be aware that they took the biggest <laughs> stick, I hope. Two years old. They waited. Okay, so he so he didn't know at least. Yeah. 
I you won't grow what? up with memories of having a big old fucking Johnson. <laughs> Could you imagine how many diapers his parents had to change with just two Oh penises? my god. Were they both functional? Well, I would assume that there was still just one bladder, so it would be the same amount of piss. Yeah, but... It's just spraying out of two areas. If neither of them are an accessory stump, then it should be just spraying all the time. <laughs> Is that what, what your horrible. accessory stump does? I am going to start yeah, using dude, that phrase every reason. time I get a dick pic. I'm gonna I'm gonna say nice accessory stump. That is <laughs> great, a great phrase. I can't, Thank you. I can't. That's yeah, that's incredible. Okay, this might be why. Apparently, only one of the one of the penises had a oh, god damn it, a corpora cavernosa. Mm-hmm. Which I love that Harry. You... It sounded like a Harry Potter spell. Yeah, got a fucking oh, heck of a on me over here. <laughs> well, that is the Harry Potter magic spell to give you an erection, and the kid only had one ability to cast a spell on one penis. So that might have been why they did. Maybe that one was like evil and the other one was good. <laughs> yeah, they, they had to do a bunch of tests on it. They did vampire tests, and they knew if they kept that left penis, it was going to be a vampire, so they had to chop it off. The old vampire dick. (laughs) (laughs) Made of stone. (laughs) Todd, you were frozen for a second in a really weird position. Um, Alrighty. Where's the good news? Let's hear some good news. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if I can follow that one up. Um, (laughs) Yeah, good luck following accessory stuff. (laughs) So, police in Florida... uh, captured a suspect which great to see the police out doing their thing they were involved in a foot chase uh through an apartment complex and they were able to arrest the suspect which happened to be a loose goat mm. that was right uh, jimmy was that a little snorsky that was that no. was not a that was... Ooh, snorsky oh it was just air coming out my nostrils well <laughs> It was an accessory stump of a it was an accessory stump of a snort. Yeah. It wasn't my favorite noise that you've ever made, Jimmy. I'm glad we still have that. <laughs> Me too. Uh, so there's video of of the cops chasing the goat, and one of them says, "Am I supposed to tackle a goat? Are you crazy? The thing has pointy things. I'm from New Jersey. We don't see goats." <laughs> That feels like dialogue from a movie. Yeah. Like where both cops are like, I can't swim or something like that. Like, so they just come up with some random ass excuse. I'm from New Jersey. We don't have goats. So therefore yeah. I can't help. Fucking pointy things on its head. <laughs> Horns. Thank you. Yes. To the layman. I'm sorry. Accessory stumps. Yeah, I didn't have accessory stumps. It had fucking full on horns. I wish the cops just tried to fucking tase the thing and it just random. <laughs> do you think tasers work on goats yeah like enough to like debilitate them like they do humans I mean, goats, I'm yeah, this I... line of questioning uncomfortable <laughs> uncomfy alright please don't you're gonna have someone come glue their hand to your house <laughs> I'll fucking leave them I don't give a shit I'll wave to them every time I go to work <laughs> Still, still glued to the fucking house. Huh? Well, <laughs> see you later. Yeah. What the fuck's that going to do to me? As long as you're on the outside, fucking stay there. 
<laughs> All right, let's get into offensive and defensive players of the week. Uh, who wants to go first? Todd, I ruined yours, so I just want you to go so you can vent. I can't wait to hear this because I he's been tweeting about this instance. So it's got to be good. So as I'm sure nobody can guess, uh, thanks to Jimmy, uh, I am going with Angel Hernandez as my offensive player of the week. The guy, he's the worst umpire to ever be involved with a game of baseball at any level, probably. Unfortunately, he's made it to the bigs. He's protected by the players union. He actually sued Major League Baseball a couple of years ago because they were uh, passing him over for crew chief positions and he hadn't been assigned a world series since 2005, I think. And baseball pretty much came out and said, uh, you're not good. That's why you're not getting these positions and assignments uh, and had enough evidence that the court was basically like, yeah, no, that's we're going to, we're going to get rid of this last night. National TV, Phillies Brewers, uh, he was behind the plate. He had 19 calls uh, incorrect, which is just awful, 85%. Uh, rang up six batters on pitches that were outside of the zone. And there was a call that he made to Gene Segura, the second baseman for the Phillies, uh, former Brewer way back in the day, that was six and a half inches off the plate. The strike zone is 17 inches wide. So by almost half of the strike zone, <clears throat> he just went ahead and called it. And was like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Um, so that was a tweet by uh, the umpire auditor. It's just so bad. And to see it, like, the, the problem with baseball is that there's no accountability. These guys are in a union. They're protected. They're not going to get rid of one of their own guys. And literally the only option the MLB has is to try and offer him a big enough buyout to get him to retire, mm -hmm. um, which Angel Hernandez is a guy that he's going to want a farewell tour because he thinks that like people like him and are going to want to see him. <laughs> it's like, Throw that's not it. why you're ever trending. <laughs> yeah. Like, so he'll, he'll want a farewell tour, I would assume. So we're going to get at least one more year after this of him. Uh, but it's got to make Rob Manfred happy. That fuck stick. Because uh, a huge strike zone means faster games. Last night's game was under three hours long. So uh, Rob Manfred, not going to do anything about this problem. Um, do buyouts happen a lot? for Like, is that a thing that's happened before? I, or would this just be like the first time that it would happen? I'm not sure. I feel like it's something that would be handled very quietly. Mm -hmm. if it were to happen oh like he just says like i'm stepping away he would just come out he would just know. come out and retire after they were after mlb mm, was like right. hey uh we're gonna make you sign an nda about this because they don't want right. to come out and say like hey if you're a bad enough umpire we'll just buy out your remaining years to get rid <laughs> right. of you that's a good point um, retire it, early yeah it's it's just wild to me that the the umpires have no con or the MLB has no control over their, their umpires at all. Like no saying who's out there doing anything. It's whoever the union puts out there. Um, you it said was it's the players union though. No, the umpires union. 
Oh, I thought you said players. Okay, that makes sense. I was going to say if it's the players' union, I feel like they want to get his fucking ass out of there. Right. They would love to, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's just comical how bad this guy is. There were there were calls last night that I was legitimately just laughing at because you get to a point where it's just that bad. Sounds like the guy is constantly trying to overcompensate for his accessory stuff. Most likely. Most <laughs> likely. Um, it was I'm funny, so though. I'm using that phrase all the time now. It's so good. While Kyle Schwarber, who was the Phillies player that got ejected in the bottom of the ninth, while he was arguing with him, uh, Josh Hader and Omar Narvaez, the Brewers pitcher and catcher, that just were given a, a nice call for the strikeout we're both walking away and the look on their face was just like, uh, yeah, no, that was, that, that was a bad call that we just benefited from. So we're going to walk <laughs> away and not watch this happen behind us. And Schwarber was actually saying like pointing to both dugouts, like you've been bad for them. You've been bad for us. You've missed inside and outside and up and like just everywhere. And the brewers were just like standing in the dugout, just like casually watching like, yeah, he speaks for us. <laughs> like he's not saying anything we disagree with. Carry on. Right. It would have been nice. great if a brewer went out and just started yelling at him too. Just you have two <laughs> right. players from both teams like you fucking suck. Yeah. Does the MLB like there was a, a statement that was released, I think, yesterday or today regarding like the the Jazz and the Mavs game on basically what would have the NBA did this? Yes. They okay. released um they released a statement basically saying that there was a really bad call within like the one of the last plays that basically oh. was a three point swing that they should have like the Mavs should have been up ninety five or ninety nine ninety five instead of ninety nine ninety eight. Like it was that big of a deal with like a minute left. Um, the MLB will they ha- do they ever come out and like just admit no. that they fucked up? Oh, okay, no, so they're like we'll, they're very Goodell like that. We'll get into uh, a situation later. Oh, uh, right. that MLB that's, would still have a chance to do, uh, and won't. That's oh. what the the NBA does that for every game. They always put out the final two right. minute report. Yeah. yeah. So. That's yeah, like but they at least admit like, they, yeah. they they didn't have like they basically missed an offensive foul, and then um, the guy got it, Donovan Mitchell got the rebound and Spida. then Spida, right? And he got the rebound and he went up and was fouled and it went it was an and one and was a three point play, but it should have been called dead. And I just I was a little surprised that they admitted that, but I guess maybe the NBA is a little bit better with that kind of stuff because the NFL really pushes back on ever admitting they're wrong. Um, and now it sounds like the MLB is the same way. Uh, yeah, there's no accountability with the MLB. They mm-hmm. umps never have to give any kind of a statement. There's never – the front office never come out and say anything about the umps. It's just like – it's a third-party entity. They're basically a vendor that – shows right. up and makes terrible fucking calls and bring on the fucking robots. Adam Silver should be the um, commissioner for every major sport. president of the right. world. <laughs> I love Adam Silver. I think he's the best. He's by yeah. far the best commissioner. They're much more progressive and like a lot yeah. of different facets. We've talked about it before, but yeah, he's, I think overall done the best job by far than anybody, any other commissioner. All right, let's move on. Um, Jimmy, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Uh, I can go. Um, go for it. I'm doing Elon Musk. Speaking of ruler of the world, <laughs> I is not a pop. I don't know. It is. I guess 
whatever. He bought Twitter for $45 billion. I think it's hilarious just because everyone's in a tiffy about it. Um, fuck it. If you have that much money, shit, mine's well, I guess. Like, I don't know. I think right. it's great. I think it's, I think it's funny. It's not going to change my Twitter life or that many people's. I don't think just block whoever you want to block. But the only thing I'm concerned about is there somehow being a paywall. There's been rumors about that, that, um, to, become you know to get back all the money he's spending is that he might make it a subscription service but i would think that would be very unpopular I, um well and i think if he does that it would be more um along the lines of how i've come to understand only fans works uh i've never been on the site to really know for <laughs> sure but i believe how it's set up is that you can have an account for free right you can follow some people for free or some people can restrict access. So it, you would still be able to use Twitter. Just some of the people you follow may require, may put their own account behind a paywall. Yeah. And that, and that I'm, I'm, I mean, if, if that is what it is, but it's just more of like, if that's what we wanted to do, um, you know, he could have started his own. So like, if that's what, if that's like a main goal of his is to make, things be behind a paywall like it's it's like we're we i don't know i'm just not, i'm not a fan of that that's the only concern that i have um the free speech thing i i is is weird the only issue i have is um people using that it's a violation of the first amendment what twitter you know censoring people but that that's not how the first amendment works so please stop yeah. using that as an argument for god's sake yeah it's a private <laughs> company that put their own rules on it right and, and so you violate the rules yeah right right they like so please stop using or saying whether you are for or against because of the first amendment, please stop using the first amendment in this argument. This is a private company. Freedom of speech in the first amendment does not apply for God's sakes. I know. Just I, stupid. I mainly <laughs> just love it because before, like I didn't give a shit before when they were like having the restrictions, because mm -hmm. like we said, it's a, it's a company. You get to do what you want. Right. And like you had the people mad about it and it, it, allowed for great comments for me to read read through and now that it's switched it's even it's better now because now you have like the crazy right-wing people are doing all this like free speech for everyone and it's like and no that's not what this is i love it i've i've gotten so distracted just going down oh rabbit holes and people arguing like when the mask you get distracted i know i know that's surprising so it's usually just laser focus. Yeah. Well, like I, I basically just tweeted something. I'm like, I just want to explain the difference between freedom of speech and a private company. Oh, and that chick woman, said like Disney. Yeah. yeah. Disney. I'm like, I said nothing about Disney. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Do you know and what I mean? I swear, I thought she was a bot for the longest time because I basically said like, what are you talking about? And then she like spewed more information. I was like, I have said none of this stuff right now or at all ever like you can look it up i have, have not shared my opinion on the disney stuff so like i you're like she's just like looking for a reason to be mad like people like this is this is why twitter is so great people just search for keywords and then they just choose to get mad at people that are like even though they're not talking about anything that you know they think they are it's just hilarious it's just this ridiculous. this elon musk stuff is just preparing us for the packers twitter after the draft <laughs> Right. This is just a warm up to just reading all the comments that are about right. to come. And I just, this is where I thrive. Right. I don't get into the arguments, but I sure as fuck read all the arguments. Right. I know Matt Schneidman kind of tweeted a thing of like, Elon Musk, you realize you just, you bought Twitter the week of the draft and Packers <laughs> fans exist. Like, yeah, it's going to be chaos.
But um, I, I'm sure for the most part, it's not going to change much of uh, like sports Twitter's day to day. If you're very yeah. active politically, it might change some stuff. But um, well, well, I guess we'll see what happens. But anyways, moving on. My offensive player of the week of the week is Ben McAdoo, um, yes. former Packers uh, coach. And then he was with the Giants. He is now um, the offensive coordinator for the Panthers. Um, he came out and said, Sam is our starting quarterback um, in a presser. And like a minute later said, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, he uh, obviously he's referring to Sam Darnold and the Panthers are a big question mark. And there's been a lot of rumors. People think that maybe they might be trading for Baker or trying to draft a quarterback, trying to jump up. So the fact that he said like Sam is our starting quarterback was a little surprising to people. And then I think it hit him. He's like, he might not be our starting quarterback. Like this is going to be like an old takes exposed, but it already is because you walked it back a minute later. <laughs> so that was a great clip. Idiot. Yeah. Didn't Shanahan do that last year where he was like, Jimmy Garoppolo is our starting quarterback at, as at, like right now, as of this time. Right. Like, yeah. He said, Oh, he, he said like, I can't get, they said, will, will Jimmy G be on? Oh yeah. I can't and guarantee said, any of us will be here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. So, I mean, at least he didn't lie. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. but no, the, the big one was Cliff Kingsbury saying, Josh is our guy for Josh Rosen. And then they traded him and they had, they were starting Kyler Murray. I think that was the Kyler mm-hmm. Murray, like how he started. So Josh Rosen that was the big one. Could be so good on the right. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm. Anyways, let's move on to defensive player of the week. <laughs> Not doing. Jimmy, why again. don't you tell the people why yours is uh, Jose Alvarado? I will tell you, Mister Grand Theft Auto himself. He does that thing. Uh, he plays for the Pelicans, and in the inbound plays, he'll like hide in the corner, and then when they pass it, and he'll sneak up behind them and steal the ball. He's done it multiple times. And he's been trying to do it to Chris Paul a few times, and Chris Paul's caught him every time. But this well, he's last wily vet. He's a wily vet. This last game, he finally got him. And the celebration he had after they made a layup after he stole the ball was like they just won the whole series. Like, it was incredible. And after he's like, he's one of the best point guards ever. He's now on my list. I got him. Um, But he does it like probably every three games he'll get somebody. Um, He's a lockdown defender. They've Do you shown have data him. to back that up every three games? No, I just made that up. Okay. Um. I just see a lot of clips of it, but um, he's good at it. He just in the middle of the game, you don't expect that shit to happen just because you're so focused on getting down there, especially after a score. Um, so I love, uh, I love it. I think it's hilarious every time he does it. Um, and people just haven't, they'll catch on at the start, but like I said, they get distracted and then he capitalizes on it. I'm Googling it. Cause I did not have, I did not see it. Todd, you tell us why you have Draymond the bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm very curious as to where does it have to do with his eye poking. Yes, yeah. it does, and it just it blows my mind how me I wouldn't even say I'm a casual NBA fan. Uh, I know that Draymond's a bitch, but yet every single time he does something bitchy, he is the only person that seems to be surprised that others are upset with him <laughs> for for a bitch move. Like, I, I, he's the only person that defends himself. You can see, like, everyone else on the team just being like, yeah, it's kind of a bitch move. And he's just like, <laughs> what are you talking about? 
Me right. poking a dude in right. the eye? That's that's uncalled for. What are you talking? No, that's how that's how the game's supposed to be played. Do you see the meme that was out where it had four different players all with like a broken vessel in their eye? They all said it said something about Draymond too, like <laughs> all victims of Draymond. This all of their eyes just fucking swollen from him poking them. Well, and like, is there anyone that has that kind of ego that like I don't know if there's more a more overrated like ego in the NBA than Draymond Green. Like he acts like he's Steph Curry, yeah. but it's like you could replace Draymond Green with. Like you can't replace Steph Curry with anybody in the NBA. No. Um, like you, if you put another person on that team, it's not going to be the same. But you could do that with multiple people for Draymond Green, and I don't. And the fact that he doesn't know that just makes it him so much more annoying. Yeah. Because he really thinks that like he is Steph Curry level talent, and it's just like no. <laughs> and they they he got suspended too the year the Cavs came back three one. That's right. For uh, kicking people in the nuts. He kicked LeBron and that was like his fifth person he kicked in the nuts that season. Um, so he t- he just switched from the nuts to the eyes now. He figured like, <laughs> Which again, I'll wait till he I was get surprised it. that yeah. they were upset that he was kicking people in the nuts. Like <laughs> it just, I, it's not my fault. It just keeps happening. These dudes just keep dropping their fucking dongs on my foot and my knee. I'm not I thought they all had accessory stumps. <laughs> they had hogs. I was wrong. Right. Yeah. Speaking um, of Miguel Hogs. <laughs> Load Boost is a supplement for men's sexual health that, among other things, increases semen volume, orgasm intensity, and ejaculation power. Aside from helping you shoot ridiculous porn star loads, either from hogs or accessory stumps. Just giant <laughs> fucking loads. Load Boost premium blend of active ingredients, pygium, Salt, mm-hmm. palmetto, yeah. zinc, and other supporting oh. nutrients is formulated to improve prostate health and function. You can try Load Boost today risk-free by going to loadboost.com and using promo code OFFTOPIC to get 10% off your first order. Or click the link in the episode description. Nobody fucked up. Yeah, I was waiting for Todd's comment at the end. Some weird, just low voice. Accessory stop. <laughs> no, I'm done. After the first paragraph. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Well, my defensive player of the week is jazz fans. Um, Not because of any cheering and none of that stuff. Um, But on, uh, I think it was um, Thursday, they, they were at in Utah and um, they were wearing their alternates, which is like the, the shades of the sunset, which I actually really like those jerseys they are really pretty. And um, they had each section of the fans in different colored shirts that like the jazz put on the seats mm. and they have writing. I can't even, I don't even know what it is, but it's like big white writing right across the chest. Um, yeah. Thanks for looking it up and knowing what you're talking about. <laughs> I can't see it from this picture. But it ended up looking like they all look like Taco Bell packets. Um, and someone pointed <laughs> it out. And it's just like, because there's just like a big white patch on the front. And they're like, um, I, I will send uh, the link to you guys here. And I will uh, make sure that we we quote it and or we quote tweet it on our, on our Twitter account. But I was watching this game because my boyfriend is a Mavs fan. And 
Um, it was all I could look at when someone pointed it out that they look like Taco Bell packets. Um, the the fire okay. sauce packets. <laughs> Very <laughs> true. Very accurate. <laughs> all the different flavors. Yeah, yeah, because it's yellow, orange, and then and then red. So in a deep red, like it's the exact colors, and it was all I could see the entire game after someone pointed it out pregame. So, um, yeah, kudos to that because it was funny as hell and um and entertaining. So yeah, good stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to our random shit segment. So uh Todd has inspired us this week with um a random shit segment idea to kind of go along with the um Angel Hernandez horse shit. Um can I that what? can I ask how come it's only the weeks that I come up with the idea that you announce whose idea it is <laughs> in case I, it's bad? I, or maybe I'm giving you credit for the idea. No, well, you're and, still uh, honestly, no, because ninety percent of the time I'm the one coming up with the idea. I was going to say, and I don't, and I don't tell anybody that it's my idea. Yeah, I am and Jimmy never comes up with anything. <laughs> so, no, that makes. I sense. came, I came up with the mascot thing that we did when it was just me and you. Yeah, there you go. That was a non-brand off-topic, though. And also, it was like a play on something we've already done. Okay, yeah, but I was still my. Jimmy, idea. go back on mute. We'll let you know when you can. <laughs> such an asshole. <laughs> um, Jimmy, <no! laughs> Anyways, I had a great idea. Yes. Uh, you're right. We're going to yeah. run. I'm giving you credit. I'm actually being nice. So I was just curious. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm, I guess I'm the only one not allowed to ask questions on this show. <laughs> this uh, was teach Todd how to act. <laughs> <laughs> Good fucking luck. Uh <laughs> Well, go ahead with it, Aaron. Oh, okay. I thought I thought you were gonna. I was gonna, okay. but no, you can. Okay, okay. Well, give talking, me credit. I, I I already have like three times. You tell me it's better. Do you want me to just keep saying your name? Todd, 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 Todd. <laughs> Todd's cool. Yeah, yeah. Todd's cool. <laughs> you walked into that one. Aaron. I know. The second I clicked that hockey, I knew. I was like, I'm giving. I'm putting ideas in his head. <laughs> my bad. My bad. But um, we decided to, there, there's been a lot of bad calls in the history of sports. Um, some of them have been really monumental calls. And we thought we would um, talk about ones we wished were, were, went the correct way um, or the other way. So um, we're going to go around. We each have a couple. Who wants to go first? Okay, hold on. My idea was also tying in draft week. This is a draft. Oh, Oh, if, if you're going to give me credit for a great idea, make sure that yeah. people know how fucking sorry. Good I forgot. Yeah, it's 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 a draft. So we're going one by one. Who goes first? We did not talk about this pre-show. Uh, let's start with you, Aaron. We'll just go the way that we went. Okay. We definitely didn't uh, draft these earlier. <laughs> OK, so I'm going with probably the most iconic one in Packers history. Um, the fail Mary uh, that actually had a lot of big implications um, because uh, the Packers would have gotten home field advantage of the playoffs. And instead they had to go to San Francisco and they've never lost to San Francisco in the playoffs <laughs> ever mm. is a joke. <laughs> um, but the, the, the 49ers went on to win the Super Bowl, and um, you know, at Lambeau, maybe back in 2012 or the January 2013 
maybe that San Francisco team wasn't, wouldn't be able to play in that weather. So maybe the Packers have home field advantage because they have one more win instead of tying with San Francisco and tying with the Seahawks. Maybe they are the ones in the Super Bowl against um, the Ravens and then have to deal with the lights going out in New Orleans with Beyonce. It was the Beyonce year. Oh, it was the Beyonce year. Yeah. So I don't know. That just would have been a nice thing. And plus, it's just as um, incredibly uh, just a frustrating moment that was it created a really um, gross disdain for Seattle that night. And yeah, it just has been downhill since then with Seattle. Yeah, they suck. Yeah, that was a bad one. But I don't think we would have won anyways, because Lambeau Field in the playoffs is a facade. (laughs) Well, Um... I guess we'll never know, will we? (laughs) I'm going to jump in front of Todd. I'm going to go with the Music City Miracle. Wow. Um, okay, Jimmy. I guess we're not going to go in the order that we picked these in. No. Um, I went with that. The Titans ended up winning that game. They made it to the Super Bowl. It was one of the most iconic iconic finishes in Super Bowl history with that goal line stop by the Rams. Uh, but I still would have liked to see the Bills have a chance to make it back to the Super Bowl on a bad call. Um because they haven't been there after they lost. What was it? Three. Was it four in a row or three in a row? Four. Four, four Super Bowls in a row of them losing. It would have been nice to see them get back there. So um, that's one thing I wish would have uh, been called correctly. Yeah. I I remember watching that game and just being like, oh, yeah, that was a forward pass. This isn't. And then, nope, I'm just going to run it. That's fine. <laughs> um, I'm going to. I'm glad that you were able to jump in, uh, cut in line there, Jimmy, and break this up because I was going to get all of the San Francisco playoff shit out of the way at once, um, mm-hmm. but you decided to delay that. So You're I'm going to go 99 wild card game. Jerry Rice fumbled. Yes. As plain as fucking, yeah. that's the most obvious fumble that there's ever been that they were just like, mm, nope. And it was so obvious that they instituted instant replay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like that that was the call that they were or the play that they were like, okay, yeah, no, we gotta fix this. Right. The rise of TO though. That fucking guy. <laughs> Dude, I hope guy. he comes back to the NFL. He kills it in fan controlled league. <laughs> That's right. That comes, was that was an NFL thing we didn't talk about this week. Yeah, then comes back to the NFL, catches a touchdown. It'd be great. In the Super Bowl. That would just be wild. <laughs> wild, wild, wild. <laughs> Um, all right. So mine also sticking with the NFL, um, the Rams DPI against the saints, um, that was not called. And not only because the Rams put up a pitiful performance against uh, the Patriots and could have kept Tom Brady from winning another ring in an even bigger aspect. The things that this set in motion were one of the most infuriating season long things the NFL has ever done with yeah. that DPI challenge that, hardly ever got overturned i think like twice or something stupidly ridiculous a percentage of challenges actually got overturned even though most of them were incredibly obvious because the nfl did that as just a complete fake thing they decided we're going to implement this rule but we're not going to enforce it because we want to be able to get rid of it and we want to tell people we will never admit when we make a fucking mistake roger goodell would never do that (laughs) (laughs) He's he would never implement a rule that they were just going to completely ignore to try and pretend like they actually care about something. Just like they would never 
pretend to care about player safety uh, and then, <laughs> you know, just uh, completely do everything the opposite. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, but that, that whole, that whole thing was just incredibly infuriating because they got, they, they use the excuse of it didn't work as, um, like as a reason to get rid of it the next year. It was like that, the Eric Andre thing where he like shoots, um, Hannibal Burris and says like, who could have done this? It's like you, like who could have ruined this rule? You fucking ruined it. Like you did. <laughs> so like, it was just incredible, like incredibly, um, it just, it, it was if that wouldn't have happened, like just so many things were affected. The entire season was fucked the next year because of that one rule. It's just really not good. All right, Todd, I'll let you go this time. No, go ahead. Oh, good. Uh, I'm going to go to the boxing world. I'm going to go with Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder one. Um, Tyson whooped his ass for 11 rounds and then Wilder dropped uh, Fury in the 12th round. I thought he was knocked out cold. He ended up getting up, finishing the round on top, and somehow they called it a draw because of that. And it's the only blemish on Fury's overall perfect record. So he should be, I think, like 40-0, and 0, but now he's 39-0-1. Um, Fury's one of the best heavyweights of all time. Probably the most charismatic person in all of sports. Um, he just knocked out, um, white on Saturday and then got the whole song to sing or the whole crowd of 94,000 people to sing bye bye Miss American pie, um, after he won. So he always gets everyone going. He's hilarious. Um, he should be able to retire 40, you know, no, <laughs> yes. You don't even know what fight I'm talking about, Todd. Uh, I actually do because believe it or not, Jimmy, I do pay attention to boxing. Uh, and for my next one, I'm going back to 2012. We're going to stay in the ring. Tim Bradley defeated Manny Pacquiao. Uh, it was a split decision after 12 rounds. And Bradley did have a few little signs of life towards the end, but essentially got the shit kicked out of him the entire time by Manny. And then they decided at the end that Tim Bradley won it. Question. Was this after all the stuff came out for Manny of him saying like really homophobic things? Negative. This was before that. Okay. Then never uh, mind. Yeah. So that was, that was great. You just hate to see, like I could care less in that fight who won and who lost, but to just see it, that obvious yeah uh, and then they're just like ah you know we're gonna go this way with it judges suck dude they ruin they ruin the sport i i don't watch the sport enough to know what's yours uh, Aaron? my next one is um the mavs and the heat in 2006 game seven um because it it was a pretty pretty messy foul like it, it was a very i don't know i'm sorry game six um and the mavs were won the first two games and the heat won the next three and it's um there was just kind of a a foul that shouldn't have been called a foul but it really made wade through his elbow into dirk's chest and um 
they called a foul on Dirk and he Wade made the free throws and they ended up winning the game. And it was very controversial of, I mean, it would have gone to a game seven and um, you know, just there were a lot of questions around that entire series about it being rigged for the heat. Um, but that, that just would have been interesting, especially knowing the dynamic of the big three between Wade and LeBron and Chris Bosch, because at that point they hadn't won yet. So this was their first championship and it just kind of was, there were a lot of murmurs about kind of it being rigged because it would be obviously a lot better for big business for these three stars to, you know, actually be winning a championship. So yeah, just, um, would be nice to know what would have happened if, um, if, if that didn't happen and, and kind of change the course of that. Um, well, I mean, end that series. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to stick with the NBA and jump in here. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're just not going any fucking more. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy started it. Don't, don't come after me. Uh, I'm going to go to, uh, the 98 NBA championship. Uh, Michael Jordan absolutely pushed off <laughs> straight, had his hand on Brian Russell's ass, shoved him with his left hand, pulled up, hit a jump shot. We know what happened from there. Like just that's, that is a foul called on every other person to ever play the game ever. Uh, but because everybody back then thought that nobody would ever be as good as Michael Jordan again, which they were all wrong about what's up LeBron James. Uh, <laughs> It should have been a foul. Yes. Um, speaking of NBA, breaking news. Um, the Raptors beat the 76ers by uh, 15. So, oh, nice. Um, yeah, that series is now 3-2 in favor of the 76ers. Let's but go. Oh, this- if the Nets and James Harden get out of the playoffs, that right. would be glorious. Yeah. It's this is what I know. I know Todd was trying to yell at me when I said that the East is a lot more competitive this year than it has been in the past. And he said that I was wrong. But here we have two good teams in um, against what they should not what should not be close games. But that's why they play. The do game. you do you remember when you said that the Nets were one of those really competitive teams in the East? Um, um, and that that was going to be a really competitive series with the Celtics. I just. I mean, if we're, if we're pulling receipts, um, all the games were close. And how many, how many did they play? But how many, but how many did they play? They played four. Okay. And how many of those games that were close did the Nets win? Zero. Zero. Okay. So it wasn't actually a good series. It's been a more competitive series than the Bucks and the Bulls. Okay. But well, that's because Chris Middleton's not playing and the Bucks are actually fucking good without him. <laughs> Yeah, Todd, you didn't capitalize on that. Chance yeah, I, I thought I thought for sure he would be like your offensive player of the week for for getting injured and not and you know not holding them back anymore. I texted Todd. I well, if you would pay attention, Jimmy, I did fucking tweet that out right after that, and then oh, that. within the next four minutes of game time, uh, that went from a twenty point lead down to an eight point lead, and I was like, fantastic! I definitely just jinxed the Bucks. Uh, and then they pulled it out from there. So, <laughs> well, you might have a point. All well, right. um, yeah, go I'm ahead. Not the go only ahead, one Jimmy. saying it. Go ahead, Jimmy. Uh, sticking with the NBA, I'm doing and the Bucks. I'm sticking. I'm going with the 76ers versus the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, back in like 2001. Um, 
it was kind of like the f- not maybe not the first, but um, where the refs kind of rigged the playoffs and that NBA referee who ended up Dick being Donnie. busted for yeah being busted for gambling on games even said that the the that playoff system was rigged that year um, because they wanted the bigger market teams in there and so the Bucks who obviously are the smaller market team were just getting absolutely fucked by the refs and they were. They ended up like a controversial game five where they called the lane violation, um, which gave it to the 76ers. They ended up losing in game seven. The 76ers had 186 free throws to the Bucks, 120. The Bucks had 12 technical fouls to the 76ers who had Allen Iverson's three. Uh, Bucks have five flagrant fouls to the 76ers zeros. And Glenn Robinson, a.k.a. Big Dog, had zero free throw attempts uh, in game five. And – George Carl and Ray Allen both talked about the difference in the refs um, in that series and were fined $85,000 combined um, just for bashing the refs. So, uh, but jokes on you assholes. We won the NBA championship last year. So suck it. Anyways, I wish they had normal refs in that series. Fair. Very fair. Um, and my last one is, um, I don't think it was the wrong call uh, based on the rules at the time. It would be today, but it is a very controversial call because I know that it's not like the Fail Mary or the Rams DPI will just about anybody will look at it and say, you know, this, it was the wrong call. Um, Des didn't catch it. The Des, did he, did he, didn't he? Let's just say that he caught Because like, the reason I want this to, to go the other way is specifically for the Packers get all the calls narrative, which, I mean, the Packers have one of the most well-known bad calls, multiple. The Jerry Rice fumble is also one of the most well-known, one of the most well-known failed failed calls. But also because there was four minutes left on the clock and you've got Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau, um, he literally did this to them like the next year with Jared Cook and Mason Crosby um, with less than four minutes left. There is no way that they would um, go into that. I mean, it, it would have, they would have, all they, and all they needed was, a, would have been a field goal to, to win that game. Um, there's no way that it just would have been nice to just have no excuses for that game. Um it's not like the Cowboys would have done anything, even if I did win. I don't think it would have changed the outcome of really the playoffs or anything like that. But it would just be nice to have Cowboys fans give them one less fucking thing to whine about. I think the next time any of their fans whine about that, the team should automatically have to fire their head coach. Are you and Jimmy going to get tattoos together on your asses? No, Jimmy's getting his sooner. I'm not getting mine until Mike McCarthy is standing on the side. Like, <laughs> <Okay>. <clears throat> I'm not like wishing ill against the guy or anything, but I mean, accidents happen. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Todd's next murder victim. <laughs> Again, not premeditated. There are there's no planning happening. I'm just but if said you, accidents happen. But if Things you happen. find McCarthy with a with a horn on his forehead yeah. and murdered, just take probably a look. Todd. <laughs> probably Todd unicorn hunting at it's not, Sealand. <laughs> it's not murder if you're hunting. 
I'm about to just fucking frame Todd and go do it and be like, send this clip to the police. Obviously, edit this part out. But <laughs> now you're gonna have to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, I was planning on that anyways. Um, I'm gonna jump in front of Todd. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know who's I don't know who's going next. Oh wait, we weren't on basketball. We we're on football. Well, I'm going to basketball. Um, I'm gonna go with the Bad Boys Phantom Foul. Uh. The Detroit Piston 30 for 30 is by far my favorite one they've ever done. That team was incredible. Uh, They're facing the Lakers in the finals. Isaiah Thomas had one of the best third quarters in or best quarter performance in NBA finals history. And then they called this bullshit foul on Bill Lambeer, which didn't actually happen. Didn't follow him at all. Lakers ended up winning and then won the series because of it. So, um, I wish the the Pistons were able to get another ring and be able to beat Magic Johnson in the finals. Yeah. Do you watch that documentary? Is this this Detroit (laughs) Aholics? That's how it feels. (laughs) I said one fucking thing. Well, I was curious because I was curious because if it is, and even if it's not, I'm going to Detroit next as well for the last blown call that the MLB could still go back and overturn Armando Galarraga, young kid pitching for the Tigers through a perfect game. They made the last out of the game at first base, obvious by a step, not even close. And the first base umpire called the runner safe, Uh, went on to get the next guy out. It was over, whatever. That umpire, Jim Joyce, has came out multiple times, apologized for the bad call, apologized to Galarraga, uh, has like was in tears afterwards, just felt awful about the call, uh, which I think is bullshit because I don't actually believe umpires have feelings. Um, <laughs> I, I would guess it was more out of embarrassment than anything, but like this is Aaron, what you were talking about before has, have they ever came out and said Mm -hmm. nothing would be affected if they went back and said, you know what? We're going to overturn that call. It was the last out of the game. Overturn it. Mm -hmm. I get when you look at something where it happens earlier in a game, or even if, you know, a football game with three seconds left on the clock, like something can happen. You have to take that snap. You have to, kickoff or punt or whatever like you've got to do something with that time even if it's just taking a knee you still have to take the snap and not fumble it where this was something that the game was over he stepped on the bag before the guy the game's over go overturn that give this kid his perfect game right and instead mlb is like "Mm, well you see that's never been done before so we're not going to set that precedent like why not fucking go do it Right. And, um, I mean, and and that's just kind of how like the fail Mary, well, I mean, it, it, the fail Mary to me is like, there was nothing the Packers could have done to like change things. Like the Des Bryant caught it, you know, you, you know how you could have won that game. You guys could have played some defense like, and gotten the ball back, but you didn't. So like you could have overcome it and it's like the fail Mary you couldn't overcome. And this is like one of those things that there's no time left. Like you can't like nothing can make up for this call or a lack of call or whatever it is. And that those are the most frustrating to me is because it literally 
cause the outcome of the game because most of the time bad calls happen to everybody unless it's something where it's like angel hernandez where it's consistent where it's completely fucking up the entire game but everything if there's one missed call usually like you have opportunities to overcome one bad call however these ones that are mistakes right at the end of the game are just annoying as shit uh aaron Rodgers in arizona right right roughing roughing the passer right right literally end of the game i forgot about that one yeah um, well, well, you would because Aaron Rodgers gets all the calls. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and things like that are just annoying because you can't overcome that. The game's over. So, um, yeah. But anyways. Speaking uh, of the game being over, let's wrap yeah, this shit up. Yeah, it's, oh my gosh, we've <laughs> run late. Um, too many, too many off-topic topics. Um, Good job, Aaron. Too many accessory stumps. <laughs> <laughs> all right, tell the folks where they can find you, fellas. No. Okay. Jim Nobody, Jim nobody's Jim listening Jim anyways. Yeah. So. <laughs> Except for Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm hemorrhaging followers, so I'm not going to tell anyone where to go find me to unfollow me. I have four tweets about basketball, and I'm fucking losing followers. They're it's like, this is, this is not what we signed up for. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, if you don't know where to find us, figure it out. If you do, well, we'll see you there. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and we will catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Yeah.